This is Sports Fest. It's Taste Great and Less Filling Week. If you don't count our If We Have Time segment, we're also gluten-free. Sports Fest coming at you fake live and direct on the reposted podcast network. He is Andrew. Don't sleep on his golf game, Keller. I'm Larry. I have lots of GameStop stock. Anybody else want some? Happy Super Virtual Week to you and yours, Mr. Keller. Super Virtual Week. I want to point out that if we have time is like our cheat day. You have to make sure that you take care of your stuff. You get the treats in during the week, but you keep it lean and tight the other six days of the week. <laughs> cheat day. I love that that's our cheat day. This keeps getting better and better. He, t- I put stories in the rundown so that you can help me figure this out because I'm confused by this. Of course, the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday, Super Bowl 55 from Tampa Bay. That'll be your Tampa Bay Gronkineers versus the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I just read this today from the American Gaming Association. An estimated 23 million Americans plan to bet on the Super Bowl, potentially almost more than $4 million. That is down 40% from last year. So 40% people are going to bet less on this Super Bowl than last year's. I don't get that. I I wonder how many things are being bet in the casinos, right? Like I'm going to be in Vegas, so I'm going to put money down versus I need to download an app. I need to call my cousin in Monaco to be able to put the bet down. So, or I mean, maybe another thought I had is are people being more responsible? I don't think that's the case. I knew you were going to say this. I knew you were going to say about your cousin Monaco. I knew all about this. Since last year's Super Bowl, seven more jurisdictions have launched legal sports betting markets. Colorado, Illinois, Michigan, Montana, Tennessee. It seems like there's more places to bet, yet less people will on this Super Bowl. Are there more places to bet, or is it more that more um, states are allowing you to bet? I guess they are in-person betting. It's it's not like betonline.ag. I think it is betting online because I've tried to do this. Like, I can't bet on a sports book in New Jersey. you got to be in New Jersey to bet on the online sports book. Or you have a VPN that makes it seem like. <laughs> Listen, I know you hang out on the dark web and you have your people. I, that's not my game. I'm just a 5'10 white guy from Whittier. Yeah, I mean, I bounced uh, off three VPNs before I bought any of the AMC stock. <laughs> so Robin Hood couldn't kick me out. Are you going to put any money on the Super Bowl? I have some money on the Super Bowl. Is that uh, with our intern? No, um, not fan of the show. Greg Vandenbosch put uh, some money on this. My favorite part about Greg is he, every time I talk to him, he's like, hey, man, do you have any podcast suggestions? Anything I should be listening to? He's like, no, not yours. It's always That's my favorite you. title ever. Not fan of the show, Greg Manipash. <laughs> but yeah, so he took some action with me, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I said it on the show last week. I got Kansas City minus three, and I feel good about that. Uh, yeah, this could go either way, though, Like, because I heard someone say, like, man, betting against Tom Brady when he's getting points in the Super Bowl, that seems stupid. Yeah, well, maybe I'll lose some money, but that's okay. So we talked about how the coin toss has been tails the last few times, and I think six out of the last seven it's been tails. Uh, the prop bets came out, and there's a bunch of them. The coin toss, are they going to say COVID or pandemic first? The color of the liquid that's dumped on the winning coach. Um, <laughs> my favorite prop bet is who's going to throw the longest completion. They have uh, over-under on Mahomes at 39 and a half, and it just like a little jab, they got Brady at 38 and a half. So they don't I mean, think that- Brady can throw it as far. That's not even close, right? I mean, it's going to be Patrick. But you're saying how long will it be, not who the quarterback it'll be? It'll be the longest completion, right? Which I guess at some point, Brady could throw a screen pass and they run for 60 yards and that's a 60-yard completion. 
So I, I just, I, I like the comparison that they gave Mahomes one extra yard on the over under. I like that. Were there more COVID bets than normal? No, I, I did a lot of searching and I was like, why is there not, who's going to miss the game because they got COVID? Yeah. I think you and I could have a prop bet, whether it's um, appropriate or not, which one of our friends will get COVID for, <laughs> from going to a Super Bowl party. <laughs> Oh, geez. Can we make that prop bet? Can we put up a list? We can say not friend of the show. Barry Nicholson is going to get it twice. Dude, that is exactly what I was thinking. It's going to get it. So I don't know. I don't like prop bets. I don't, I don't do them. I, I'm, I'm guessing you have put money on a prop bet or two. Dude, I mean, I've been in, was I in Vegas? I feel like I was somewhere when there was a Super Bowl and it was like too easy not to do it. So uh -huh. yes, of course I did. But like, I'm not going to go on the internets and, you know, go to Bovado and be like, how long is what's her name going to go with the national anthem? Right. Oh, that's Although good that, over under how long, how long are they going to hold the last note? Listen, if I ever did make that bet again, I'm keeping that um, receipt. Cause I just think that's like a fun little thing to have. I'm going to make a card out of it. Send it to you. I like you have the three pictures of your kids sonograms <laughs> up and then a, a lost prop bet. That's the only thing up in your office. Will we see Janet Jackson's nipple? You get two. To, I mean, how great is that betting slip? But yeah, that's that would be a great one. I don't know if that was a prop bet, but uh, I listen. Wasn't she back on again after Nipplegate, or Justin uh, Timberlake was back on? That was the I thing. I think JT was back on. I don't know if she was. I don't think. Yeah, Super Bowl has turned into a sideshow, but. I, I mean, but less so this week, you know, they did the, um, you know, they had, it's Super Bowl week in Tampa Bay. So they, the thing would be like, what is it? Media day where like you have the people yeah. in the capes asking those crazy questions. They had to do it like over virtual over zoom. Yeah. Not, not as sexy, not as sexy. No, but you can multitask when you're taking media questions over zoom. I like to play candy crush when I'm <laughs> on my zoom meetings. You know what I do? I listen to a, a YouTube channel, like a little music, like really low. And it just makes oh. it nice. Yeah, it's nice. I do that for a focus, focus music. I, I do that sometimes when it gets too loud over here. This is the last thing I want to mention about the Super Bowl. Right as of like when we're recording this, 40% chance of rain in the afternoon that day in Tampa. That wasn't even a prop bet. I feel like I would bet on that more than I would vote on a bet on a coin. Yeah, but like I, my, I, was, I was kind of thinking about that. But like some people's rain is another person's drizzle. Like how do they like actually like regulate that right. Bet. The first time my brother-in-law was in Louisiana and it was raining, he grew up in Portland, which is notorious for rain all the time. It started raining and Southern rain is different. And he yeah. stood on the porch for about half an hour in awe of the fat raindrops. So yeah, rain is different depending on where you live. Is that like the native Americans who had like 400 words for Buffalo Tatanka, and yeah, no, the, the Cajuns in Louisiana had 68 words for, for rain. And most of them were, hey, hey, so. <laughs> hey wait, did you just do Ed Ogeron again? Was that just Ed Ogeron? What, Ed, Ed Ogeron filibuster. <laughs> I know we're sports best, but I just absolutely had to include this story. Le LeBron James got into it with a fan at a game uh, on Monday night in Atlanta. So, which is shocking, right? You hear, I, I'm kind of watching sports center, but not paying attention. And I'm I was like, wait a minute, there's fans at NBA games? That was my first thing. I was like, really? That's a thing? Well, outside of California, people do what they need to do. Uh, eight, nine NBA teams are currently allowing fans to attend home games. Atlanta's one of them. Uh, it's like they are allowing like 8% of people to come in to wherever Atlanta plays. Anyways, 
he's at this game, LeBron, he's playing, and apparently he gets a woman and her husband kicked out. They're sitting in the front row. And this is what the woman, Juan Carlos, posted on her Instagram. I just love this. I want to read this. This is what she said after she got kicked out for heckling LeBron James. So I'm minding my own business, and Chris has been a Hawks fan forever, her husband. He's been watching the games for 10 years. Whatever. He has this issue with LeBron. I don't have an issue with LeBron. I don't get an F about LeBron. Anyway, I'm out of my own business, drinking my beverage, having fun. All of a sudden, LeBron says something to my husband. And I see this and I stand up. I go, don't you ever talk to my husband? And he looks at me and goes, sit the F down, B. And I go, don't ever call me a B. You sit the F down. I get the F out of here. Don't ever F talk to my husband like that. That was her explanation of what happened. I like her recap of it. And LeBron's recap was like, yeah, man, it's fun to have fans back in the stadium. <laughs> they should have gotten kicked out. That's exactly. Like he totally was like, man, it's just great to have people. That's just so great. Yeah, that immediately made me think of a 94 playoffs when Reggie Miller took it to Spike Lee. Like uh, the, the Lakers won the game. So, hey, fans, you're not helping the cause. Also, Here, calm down. Here's what I understand. Like if 8% are allowed – why would you put them like that close to the to the playing surface? Like, why wouldn't you? Money, 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 money. But I, okay, I understand the money thing, but we are in the middle of a pandemic. Don't you think they're like, hey, man, we should spread this out as much as possible, not put people on the court? Well, according to LeBron, they weren't even that close to him. So he's like, she wasn't close enough to me to for it to be dangerous because she pulled her mouse. She put her chin strap on. And uh, just was yelling. So I, I'm happy fans are back. People probably will get sick from doing this. But... <laughs> Wait, okay, here's the question again. I feel like I need to ask it all the time. I asked you if you'd have gone to the Super Bowl a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Would you go to an NBA game right now? Um, in Atlanta. In Atlanta? Yeah. Yes. I'd go to Atlanta. Okay. Because after the game, I'd... I'm a caller. Atlanta is is known for going oh. going to the coin tray, oh. a couple quarters. Oh. All right, we're gonna move on to the world of duh. So, <laughs> well, uh, well, I think so. I'll I'll break it down for you. I mean, it uh, whatever. So the JAMA Neurological Neurology produced a study over the last five years, and they found that seventy two percent of concussions. Um, for college football happened during practice versus in the game. But let's think about it. You practice 10 times more than you play in a game. And also at practice, everyone's in contact. And at the games, maybe you have 30 people on your team playing. You have 22 both ways and maybe eight different players rotating through. So it's just the law of numbers. People are hitting at practice. You're practicing so much more. I guess you have a lot less eyes on it. You don't have the protocol. So it's it's important to point out, like also watch for concussions in practice, but that seems obvious to me. When you phrase it that way, it does seem that, yes, more concussions would happen at football practice than an actual game because there's more people, but there's essentially the same amount of people on the sidelines, just less people playing at the same time, right? Because multiple positions are doing things at a practice and everybody's kind of going full speed in theory all the time. Yeah, I remember I remember at least three concussions that happened during our football practices in high school. And I don't I mean, whether they happen or not during a game, I don't remember that, but it did happen. And like I remember one time this guy went over and started trying to talk to the fence. It's funny in the moment. It's not funny now, but uh, like 
also, yeah, someone might not be going full speed in practice and the other one is in the game. It's everything's heightened. So I feel like you're less likely to get it. Just law of numbers. You think high school football coaches are better about this protocol in practices than they were 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I they mean, probably are. Cause I remember by the time I was in high school, giving us water was like begrudgingly, but they finally realized they needed to or practicing during yeah. lightning. They would cut. Yeah. I mean, someone would die at least once a year in Texas, but getting struck by lightning just cause the coach wouldn't call practice. I want to know you probably, I don't think you're the coach, but you're associated with the soccer for your kids. Do they watch out for concussions? Because I think soccer is the sneakiest one where you get concussions. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I used to think this, like, no heading rule is stupid. <laughs> so I play in soccer with my son and like, man, that ball hurts, dude. Heading yeah. a ball, it, it's like heavy. Yeah, it hurts. Um, our coaches are crazy uh, protective that stuff. Like, my son just was allowed to head this year. Like, he's never headed a ball, so he's, like, all about it now. But, yeah, people in they, these days are insane, especially soccer because they were the non-concussion sport. I know that. But, you know, those coaches like, yeah, why would you play football? You can get a concussion. They're so uppity about it, right? Right, yeah. Okay, so I add stories into the lineup so that you can explain things to me. I put this story <laughs> in about Neymar, who's a soccer player, one of the most famous athletes in the world. He's from Brazil. He plays for Paris Saint-Germain. I'm trying to figure out what I want to hear from athletes. Like Tom Brady, for instance, right? He only drinks his P15 water, only eats like mushrooms, like never parties, doesn't even barely talk to his wife. All he does is athletics. Neymar's on the other end of this. He yeah. parties a lot and he tells people that he parties all the time. He recently has been criticized for throwing a weeks long New Year's Eve party and the press is all over him. And he's saying, hey, hey man, I'm never going to stop partying. Like, yeah. what, what do you want to hear from your athletes? Here's what you want to hear. Winning cures everything. Right? Yeah. So Tom Brady doesn't party. He ha he's 43 and he's in the Super Bowl. So he has longevity because he's not partying, but like you can be the names that came to mind because we're talking about Neymar and football. You have Tio, Ocho Cinco, Randy Moss. They were all like their natural talent gets you so far, um, but they partied or, or whatever they did. It, the, you're just gonna have a shorter career like Neymar is going to prove whatever he needs to on the field, but maybe five years from now, he's going to be out versus if he wasn't partying, he'd be playing later. I mean, Tiger Woods as well, like being ostracized by everyone. And then he wins the masters in 2019. He's beloved again. So like winning cures everything and your partying ways are going to uh, dictate how long you play. I think. That is a great explanation because Neymar is also criticized because he hasn't really ever won anything. He's never won a world cup with Brazil his teams have been since, you know, very iffy. So you're right. If he would win, he could party all he wants. I think people are on him because he's not winning. Yeah, they're getting a little testy because you need to deliver. And so, I, yeah, it just makes me think of the people who are kind of selfish or just going out and partying and maybe you get traded to the New Jersey Nets. And She's I don't think James Harden has won an NBA championship yet. I don't think. He came so close. I'm not <laughs> Well, Jeff Passan with ESPN is reporting that the Major League Baseball Players Association has rejected a proposal to delay the 2021 start date. And I'm saying, sleeper, long shot. It's supposed to start on April 1st. It's a big trick on all of us. 
It's not going to start on April Fool's Day. Here's what I understand. I understand why the players want a full season, right? Because they get paid a full rate. Yeah. I understand why the owners want to not play a full because they don't have to pay the players, right? Because they might not have fans in the stands. So I understand everything about this. They also thinking maybe we postpone this season for a month, less people have the COVID, blah, 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 blah. I just don't understand why they can't work it out that they make the same roughly amount of money-ish, but prorated. I, I just understand why they, there's not common sense in this whole thing. I mean, more is more when it comes to your pocketbook. And if it's prorated, the players, you mean they're going to make their full salary over a shorter season? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they could do that. I think the owners are trying to get less, but they're like, if we're going to pay you the full rate, you're going to do the full work. It's kind of a, a stingy kind of a, well, dance it just makes i it makes sense from both sides i hear the owners I, i'm sure there's a little more nefarious than we want to protect everybody from the covids right but uh i also understand the players wanting to get their full amount it just seems like we've been through this so many times with these two that why would we keep doing this but anyways i mean, yeah more is more this has nothing to do with the story but i want to know at what age are you not really getting into april fools is it like i i don't pull pranks on people anymore dude i, I maybe they're I have, better not on april fool's day I pulled the best prank on my family two years ago. I still talk about it. I jumped out a window <laughs> while they were watching TV and then left them a letter. So they had to come find me at a coffee shop. It was the best prank I have ever done in my life. Oh, I, so thought, you, I thought you pranked them that they thought you committed suicide. <laughs> like you just dove through their front window while they're watching TV. And then there was like a, like a bed cushion. And you left a suicide note. That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> I love oh. it. That's so great. Larry Olson tragically <laughs> fell from a window today. <laughs> Speaking of tricking people, Rob Gronkowski is a well-known trickster. Everyone saw his, in 2018, he was a commentator. Uh, uh, 2018, he was playing for the Patriots. He tells a story on Fox Sports that little gap year when he was a commentator about how they called him up and saying, you're being traded to the Detroit Lions. And he's like, well, I'm retiring, so you can't trade me. And two days <laughs> later, it went away and he continued to play for the Patriots. And apparently with the Gronkineers, he's <laughs> continued on his tricking ways. Apparently with these um, social distancing workouts, he was supposed to send in videos of him doing sprints. And he was doing an interview for Super Bowl weekend. And uh, he's like, I would go and I would wear 15 different shirts and pre-record these videos. And the coaches never knew. Basically, I think Gronk's saying, I'm not, I'm not playing next year because he, the coaches, he, he pulled the wool over their eyes. I just like it. I find it fascinating that he was, he had a you know pretty good season this year, seven touchdowns, whatever. That he just like did not care about working out enough to like just put in the bare minimum. He'd rather change shirts than work out. I mean, he kind of goes in the Neymar category. He's just kind yeah. of a membo. He parties all the time. He doesn't really care that much. He just has a lot of natural talent. Although uh, it does seem like Gronk wins and Neymar maybe not so much. Is it the Gronk wins or is he just aligned with better people? I mean, Jason Witten is probably a better player. Tony Gonzalez. He and... won nothing. He won nothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? at what point? Who? It's It's a team sport. You know what? It's a t it takes two to tango, Andrew. Yeah, it takes two to tango. Well, Larry and I are off to Argentina to tango. <laughs> this has been Sports Best on the Reposting Podcast Network. Thanks for stopping by.